Hello there, and welcome back to the Prolific Author Podcast. I hope everyone has had a great week of writing. For those who are doing nano, I hope you are powering through. As I record this, we've only got about three days left in the month. And yeah, I hope things are going well and you're getting lots and lots of work done. I know it's difficult. I know it's hectic, but at least you're doing it. <clears throat> Whatever you get done, you will have that done and you did not have it done before November. So just keep that in mind. In terms of a personal update, um, I have hit two out of three of my nano goals. I wanted to, of course, hit the 50,000 words and I wanted to finish the first draft of book five of the series that I'm working on. I have officially done that. Of course, it needs lots of editing, but I have at least the first draft of that book done. So I'm going to give it three days and then I am going to start editing. I have not really gotten started on book six. I was hoping to finish book five and get, you know, even if it was only five or 10,000 words into book six, probably that is not going to happen, but that's okay. I will get book five done first and then hop into that. So I'm actually very pleased with what I've gotten done during NaNo. All right, let's do Mindset Minute and then we, were, we are going to get into the metadata audit. Um, you guys seem to like these, and I think they help you a lot with your metadata. So um, we've got a great interview today with James Norwood, and we are going to look at the metadata of his space opera series. Welcome to the Prolific Author Podcast. Let's face it, readers read fiction to feel emotion and be transported and transformed. In this ongoing digital revolution, where online marketing is always in flux, the only way to create a sustainable author business and live off your royalties is to write transformational stories, market at every stage of the author journey, and cultivate a loyal audience of readers. Fortunately, there's never been more opportunity to make a living as a fiction author. Hi, I'm Liesl Hill, USA Today best-selling author and story clarity coach. When I'm not dictating my own stories about dragons, serial killers, and dystopian worlds, I help other authors write their own transformational fiction, position them as bestsellers, and market them like pros. Join me on the podcast where I give writing tips, marketing how-tos, story advice, and interviews with other authors who are in the trenches just like you and making it work. We are prolific authors. Okay, for Mindset Minute, I just want to talk about giving yourself some grace. As it is, we are three days from the end of the month and only about four, a little over four weeks from the end of the year. Where did 2021 go? I gotta say, 2020 seemed to drag on and on and on and I feel like 2021 has just flown by. That's probably a good thing, but still, I mean, we're coming up on the end of the year and there's, you know, inevitably I have a list of things I wanted to get done before the end of the year and it's just probably not going to all get done. I will push to get as much of it done as I can, but if it doesn't, all get done. That is okay. Give yourself some grace. Even though you may not be, you know, quite hitting your productivity goals for the end of the year, you have all of next year. You have plenty of time. And this is a stressful season as it is. So I just want you to take a minute, take a deep breath, tell yourself it's okay if you don't hit all your goals and give yourself some grace. And, you know, look down at your schedule, look at it through a realistic lens. And if there's something that you know you're probably not going to get done before the end of December, don't hesitate to push it to the next year, okay? Start filling out your goals and your calendar for next year and give yourself some grace. If you push some things to next year, you will enjoy the holiday season much more, okay? So that's all I have for Mindset Minute. Take a deep breath, give yourself some grace, and don't worry if you don't hit all of your goals before the end of the year. There's always next year. You got lots of time, okay? All right, so without further ado, let's hop into the metadata audit with James. Hi, James, how are you? Mm -hmm. Good, good. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. All right, so we are doing a metadata audit today. Let me open up. 
And then I'm going to share my screen and kind of show you what I'm doing. Right. And um, and then we're going to go over your blurb a little bit. I had you um, give me, you know, a, a good synopsis of your book. And it seems like no matter how much I have people give me, it's still really hard to, I still don't know all of the uh, motivations and everything. So it's, I always um, have to go over the blurb a little bit to make sure that what I'm writing in there is actually uh, right and everything. So let's see. Everything from a book and put it in one page. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. I remember which book I was talking about because there's two of them. So <laughs> you don't remember which book it was? No, I do. I, no, I okay. mean, the story is kind of merged in my head. And, and yeah. I'm writing yeah. book three, and book three is merging in my head. And I'm like, which book am I talking about? <laughs> okay. So now you have, so is this, um, just tell me a little bit about this series. There's two books in it. And is this, are these your only books or do you have other ones as well? These are the, these are the only ones that I've written that are full length. I have a, a book of plays that I wrote for my, for, for middle school drama, but mm -hmm. totally different thing. But right, um, right. The, the intention for this one is a four book arc. Okay. So um, the first okay. two obviously are done. The third one is I'm writing right now, which I'm trying to get through, but with my life, it's been busy, but um, so I, I Forgot what you asked me. I'm sorry. I just no, no, it's okay. I was just wondering if you had any other books besides these. So just these. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. So what I always do, and um, everything that I say, I'm putting in a document, and I will send it to you. So you don't have to take notes if you don't want, because you will get all of this information. Um, I always go over the cover, the categories, um, and then the blurb and the title. So um, let's start with the title. I actually think your title is pretty good. You could have possibly more uh, keywords in there for your genre, but I don't usually recommend people change the title anymore because Amazon is now kind of um, penalizing you for that. And they'll kind of make you, if you're changing the title, like republish it as a new work. So what I always recommend if you want more keywords in it is to put keywords in the subtitle. So um, something that I recommended was, um, actually, I think I put it in the other one. Let me see. <clears throat> something like an alien race war space opera or something like that. And you could mm -hmm. use something like that as the subtitle so that it's very, very clear when somebody looks at the title up here. Whoops, I pressed a button. I didn't mean to press. Um, when they look at your title, it's very obvious what the genre is and some of the tropes and elements that will be in there in the story. So you can still do um, book one of the three worlds. And, and actually worlds is a good actually a really good keyword for this genre. So I really like that, but you could put something like, um, put the subtitle in and then after that in parentheses, put um, three worlds, hashtag for number one, something like that. So I'll give you a few recommendations on that and you can kind of play around with it however you would like. Okay. Um, next is the cover. I can tell you that both your cover and your blurb need a little bit of work here. Um, the big, biggest thing about covers that I always see is that there's not enough contrast in them. In order to make them pop, you really need a contrast of colors. And here, this is mostly dark. Almost the entire thing is blue. And there's a little bit of contrast, but just not very much. So to show you what I mean, um, I'm gonna go into some of these uh, bestseller lists here on Amazon that I pulled up. And you need to look for books that are a lot like yours. Um, Obviously, there's some that are not quite the right genre. There'll be like romance in there, or um, these are more um, traditionally published. Dune, I mean, this has the, the cover from the film on it. So not those, 
But things more like this, uh, Craig Martell is actually a really good one to look at for you because he is very, very successful and I know he's indie. But if you look at these, you see how there's lots of colors. You've definitely got the blues and the grays, but you've also got oranges and then the title is bright yellow. And then here you've got lots of yellow, lots of orange. Um, here it's mostly dark, but we've got contrast with the red and the yellow. So you see what I mean? This is kind of more what we're looking for. Even here, this is mostly dark without the title or the fire that would look a lot like yours and that it would be almost entirely blue, but they put these elements in there for contrast so that it really stands out. Okay, so with yours, I would recommend one of two things. I don't, did you, did you make this cover or did you have someone make it for you? No, I, I made it myself. Okay, so would it be, would it be fairly simple for you to make some changes to it then? Yeah, it would be, wouldn't be that hard. Okay, great, great. I always feel bad telling people to make changes if they're going to have to pay hundreds of dollars for it. So that's good. Um, I would recommend either making these planets that are in the foreground much lighter so that there's light in the foreground against the dark blue back background, or you could flip it and do it the other way and keep the planets dark, but that would mean you would need more light in the background. And because you have this star back here, which is, I'm assuming, what is creating this color on the left side, this light, yeah, I guess I should say. You could make that a lot brighter and maybe make it yellow or orange instead of just kind of the white that it is right now so that it's creating a lot more contrast. Um, I would also recommend if you do that, if you end up with more light, that could possibly wash out your title. So you might, depending on how you're going to do it, you might want to move it up so that it's in more of the blue area, again, just depending on what you decide to do. But I would make the title pop a lot more. I'm a big fan of bright yellow instead of white for your title. Um, because it's blue, you could also do bright orange because those are complementary colors. But I would just make it pop a lot more and make sure that you've got lots of dark colors kind of juxtaposed with brighter light colors, warm colors, I guess I should say, like oranges or reds or yellows. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So I would do that. Your name actually is good. I actually went through a bunch of these and the author name is almost always at the bottom here in smaller lettering. So that you've got down really well for your genre. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and sorry, I meant to say earlier, I'm getting over a cold, so I may be coughing a lot. I apologize for that. Um, all right. So do you have any questions about your cover? No, I don't. No? Okay. So let's go and look at your categories then. Are you familiar with the BookLink website, BKLNK? Uh, never heard of it, no. Okay. So you can go here, BKLNK, they actually just completely redid their website. So it looks a lot different than it used to, but you can go to category. I think first on the first page, you go to find categories or something, and then you go to category lookup and you put your ASIN right in there and it pulls up all the categories that you are on in, all the categories that you are in on Amazon. Um, the ones we're gonna be looking at, I don't usually do much with the books categories because that is for your print book. And we really wanna look at the uh, Kindle store categories, which is your ebook. So the ones you are currently in are hard science fiction, space fleet science fiction, space opera science fiction, alien invasion, colonization, first contact, and galactic empire. So what I do is I go through all of those and I look at the top 100 lists for those to see if your book fits well in there in terms of cover and in terms of just the kind of the types of genres and tropes that are happening in the top 100 of those categories. And actually... I was kind of surprised. These are all really good categories for your book. Usually when I do these audits, there's at least one or two that I tell have to tell the author to take your book out of there because it doesn't fit there. But these are all actually really good categories. So I'm not going to recommend you take your book out of any of them. However, there are only, what do we have there? Six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And you can be in as many as 10. So I would just recommend that you email Amazon and add some categories. Okay. Um, I'll give you some recommendations for the ones that you can add. But I was thinking adventure, like there's sci-fi adventure, and then there's 
Um, when we're looking at a blurb, these are the things that we basically need to answer. And I, I always try to give you a little bit of a sample blurb, but again, because I wasn't entirely sure of everything, I wasn't, um, I only kind of started it. So who's your main character? And I usually look at like name, occupation, attributes, not, not physical attributes, but just things that are important and maybe backstory. Um, so for that, I just kind of came up with, um, oh, and I do always like to do like sort of a shocking line right at the start. You know how people will have things in bold at the very mm -hmm. top. So for that, I kind of came up with, um, let's uh, go ahead and keeps clicking out, number these. So for the, um, you know, visceral line, I just said one minute he was doing basic repairs, the next he was floating through space. It's just something to get people's attention and it's usually that first hook. Then for, um, you know, describing who he is, the character is, I've got major, Cormac Gallagher has been asked to participate in the development of a new cloaking technology that will be used to protect the earth from an alien, from enemy alien species. Um, this new planet sized technology will, and I kind of wanted you to give us, you know, something that's cool about the technology so that we understand why it's important in the story, but I wasn't sure what that was. So that's something that you can kind of fill out there. Um, and then we go to what does he or she want? What is their main objective or desire in the story? And see, this is part of the reason that I think your um, blurb is, is maybe not working to um, convert to sales very much because we're, we're not really understanding what the stakes are in the story from the blurb that you have. So I think his main objective is to keep the, what did you call them, the delay, is that how you say it? Right. From taking over the three worlds, right? Is right. that basically what it is? And, and why is that? Is it because they would, enslave everyone? Is it because they would be very oppressive? Well, their, their whole thing was um, to, every, every world that they, they did capture, they enslaved. Okay. And, or they destroyed. So, okay. how well they would hit, how well the, the civilizations responded to them. So, you might say something like, when a hostile alien race stumbles upon a top secret project, um, Gallagher, must stop them from um, destroying, oops, if I can type, destroying or enslaving the, let's see, are they, they're not already allied as the three, the trio of planets or they are? Um, loosely, yeah, loosely. Okay. Um, the loosely allied trio of worlds. Okay, so that's the main thing that he's try, trying to do or trying to stop from happening in the story. Right. right. Um, who or what stands in their way. So usually with this one, um, I kind of try to list some of the things that happen in the story that make it harder. So these are gonna be your um, escalations. Yeah, the things that just kind of up the tension and make it worse. So I kind of restated it here, which we might not need. I just put, he wants nothing more than to protect his home planet and people from the invaders. But deadly attacks at Alliance summits and secret invasion forces are making it challenging. So you can actually put more in there if there's something more specific you can come up with. Again, you know your story better than I do. Um, but just try to put in a few things that are going to make it hard. Um, what does he have to do in order to get it? So <clears throat> this is going to go to um, sort of the biggest hurdle he's going to have to overcome overall to get this to happen. So what do right. you think that would be? Well, he, he first has to, um, has to get it tested because they've never actually tested, tested it on a planet before. And mm -hmm. then once they test it, they test it on one of the, one of the, one of the moons of Saturn to see how it works. And then 
then he then because the Goliath have already arrived in the solar system, he has to get it turned on while they're watching him do it, and so okay. they don't see what he's doing. <laughs> right. Okay. And so like maybe like some. A, sorry. Go ahead. It's like a satellite, so they they don't want to shoot the satellite out of the sky before they can get it turned on. Okay. Okay. So maybe um he must prove the cloaking technology works and get it um, like up and functioning before the enemy shoots it out of the sky. Very much. That works. And then if he doesn't do this, what will happen? It's kind of what we already said. They will enslave the planets. Um, right. Anything uh, else more specific? Um, well, Earth, they were planning on, there, were, there, was, there was three planets, well, two of the planets they were planning on either destroying or attacking and enslaving. Earth, mm -hmm. they were planning on like taking another wing and teaching them all of the evil ways. Okay. So if he doesn't succeed, um, let's see. You could even, you can even do something pretty, pretty general here without necessarily going into names. You could say planets will be destroyed and Earth, as he knows it, will cease to exist. Uh, Something like that. Okay, so then you can just put all of these together and you know, by all means, finesse them, make them flow a little bit more if they're a little bit clunky or if you need to restate something so that it works a little better. But this is the basic gist of what you want in your um, blurb. And then at the end, you can also do something like um, four fans of and you can either write down books or series or authors that are that are like yours, or something like um, if you love, oops, then you can put authors, series, or even just like genres. If you love space opera with aliens and wars, things like that. You'll love oops, the trio of worlds. And you can kind of just put that at the bottom. So you'll have like that one line at the top that talks about him floating in space. Then the, the blurb, which is these five, you know, components put together. And then, you know, if you love this, it's kind of like what type of story it is so that right. they know what to compare it to. And, um, you know, I also recommend don't do too long of paragraphs. You don't want a block of text. Make sure there's plenty of white space in there. But if you do something like this and if you can get your cover a little bit, you know, so that it's popping a little bit more, you should see a, a big um, jump in, in how well it's converting. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you have any questions? Anything else you need? Anything else I can help you with? Not what I can think of. <laughs> okay, great. Well, um, then I will send over, I'll clean up this document a little bit and then send it over to you so that you have it. And yeah, just, I mean, obviously it's up to you, but uh, people find that when they, you know, make sure everything's optimized in this way that they, they end up seeing more sales. So. Okay. Sounds good. And the other thing I noticed is make sure I, I was, I, I only really glanced at book two and I didn't look at the blurb on that one or anything, but make sure that your covers match as closely as possible so that you're branding them in some way. Yeah, I did do that. I made sure okay, the clients and everything were the same. Okay, good, good. So if you do that, then, then you should be, you should be good to go. And of course you can implement these steps on your second book as well. You know what I've said here in, in any book in the future. So. Sounds good. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Well, if that is the case, then I will let you go and I will send this to you in the next about 15 minutes. Okay. okay thank you so much. Yeah. It was really great to meet you and good luck with everything with your writing. Okay. Thank you too. <laughs> All right. Bye. 
Okay, I hope you found some value in that. I hope that helped you maybe gain some insight into your metadata. Before you go, I do want to ask one favor. If you found any value at all in listening to this audit, if you find it in listening to the podcast, can you do me a favor and just share it with somebody? Share it anywhere you want, online, in Facebook groups, always making sure to follow Facebook group rules. It's very important to show respect for whatever communities you're in, but share it with other authors. Share it with someone who you think would get some value out of it. I don't run too many ads on the podcast, a you know, little shout out here and there, but I would love it if you found some value in it and you think someone else would if you could share it for me. And if you haven't written a review, I would love it if you would do that as well. Just hop onto Apple Podcasts and scroll down to write a review and you can leave one. Okay. And finally, if you would like to get a metadata audit like this, have my eyeballs all over your book, your blurb, your cover, your category so that you can optimize them for optimal sales, just go to bit.ly forward slash book metadata. Okay. That's all one word book metadata. And I will put that in the show notes as well so that you can just click on it. All right. So that is all I have for today. Everyone have a wonderful week. Get your writing done. Give yourself some grace. And if you have a minute, Look at your metadata and see what you can optimize so that your sales increase, okay? Have a great week, and remember, there is always a market for awesome. See you next week. Me again. Before you go, if you found value in this episode, I would love it if you could leave me a review. Reviews are the best way to show your appreciation and help others find this podcast. Be sure to screenshot it, share it on your favorite social media network, and tag me at LK Hill Books. Remember, the world needs your stories. Only you can change someone's heart with your fire-breathing dragons, your mind-blowing mysteries, your epic romances, and your intense thrillers. So join the revolution and be a prolific author.